0: Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the McCarty Ministries podcast. So glad to have you with us joining once again. We appreciate you listening. We wanna encourage you, don't forget to go wherever you listen to podcasts and rate or review us. Uh, review the uh, and rate the McCarty Ministries podcast. Whenever you do that, it increases our reach and it helps us to reach more people. So we do appreciate you taking the time to do that. In this episode, we're gonna continue our look at how we can position ourselves to be chosen by God. And we've been talking about this concept that you have a call of God on your life. Yes, you, you have a call. And while you may not be called to be the pastor of a church or a worship leader, maybe you don't feel called to be a missionary to another country, you do have a call on your life to do something significant for eternity. In fact, we all do. And we've been discussing how we can position ourselves to answer that call. You might be called to be a successful entrepreneur, and, uh, and maybe you're in the position to become a great philanthropist. Uh, or perhaps uh, you have a call in your life to write and publish a book that's going to impact your generation. It doesn't matter what the case is in the details right now. What matters is knowing and believing and really accepting the fact that God needs you, And so it's vital that you discover how to position yourself to not only be called, but to be chosen. Now, we've been applying this concept on how you can position yourself to help your local church. And while we're going to continue to make that connection, I do want to shift gears just a little bit in this episode and look at how you can make a difference during difficult times. We'll talk about it in a second. But let's review. In our last episode, we looked at the group of people in the upper room in the book of Acts, and we found that their willingness and ability to walk in unity caused something to suddenly happen. If you haven't heard that episode, I'd encourage you to go back and listen to episode seven, Unity Creates Suddenly. In this episode, we're going to look at Esther from the book of Esther to see what we can learn from her about God's timing. So let's get into it. Our key verse for this episode is Esther 4 14, and the New Living Translation reads this way Quote, if you keep quiet at a time like this, deliverance and relief for the Jews will arise from some other place, but you and your relatives will die. Who knows if perhaps you were made queen for just such a time as this? End quote. Our main points for this episode are number one, God's timing might be different than ours, and number two, don't get ahead of or behind God's timing. This is a pretty popular piece of scripture. Youth pastors, in fact, often use this to encourage students about their place in the world. Maybe you've heard it. Today, we look at it this way. You and I are living right now in this day and age because God has a plan for you. He has a plan for all of us, and we are part of his great plan. Even considering the difficult times we face right now, at the time of this recording, we're dealing with the coronavirus pandemic and resulting economic impact. People are facing job losses and layoffs. Retirement accounts are being drained. State governors are instituting stay-at-home orders. Grocery stores are struggling to keep items on the shelves, especially toilet paper. And everyone has adopted the concept of social distancing. These trying times can cause us to reminisce back to a simpler or safer time. We might say things like, I wish we could go back to a time where this virus didn't exist. Or these trials can cause us to want to squander today and rush forward to a time and place where there's a cure for this virus, restoration of economic strength, and the ability to roam freely and connect with others in person. In other words, we often find ourselves wanting to live in a time and place other than the one we're currently in. This is typical and natural for everyone, and the desire is even greater when times are tough. But consider what it says in Esther. Let me read it again with our current situation and context. If you keep quiet at a time like this, deliverance and relief for the Jews will arise from some other place but you and your relatives will die. Who knows if perhaps you were made queen for just such a time as this. Do you now hear this verse differently, considering what we're all going through right now? How about this? If you keep quiet at a time like this, if you choose to hunker down, stay silent, do your own thing, and not help out, relief for your neighbors, community, and country will arise from somebody else. But you and your neighbors, your community, and your country could die. Who knows if perhaps you were made who you are for just such a time as this. Now hear me on this. I'm not saying everybody you know and love will die. In fact, as people of faith, we believe the opposite of that, that God will protect us and preserve us through these times. And I'm not trying to strike fear into your heart. But the truth is, people are dying from this virus. So in essence, it is possible that without help, people can be harmed. And you are not the solution for everybody out there, but you are the solution for somebody. So how does this look? How do you position yourself to be chosen in times like these? How do you position yourself to help out, to save lives, to make a difference, to have an impact? Step one is to accept the fact that God's timing is different than ours. And this is our first main point. Listen, in order to position yourself to make a difference, you have to stop trying to go back to a simpler time and stop trying to rush through today. Live this moment, accept this moment, and embrace this moment. Why? Because God has you here and now for a reason. Let's look at how this can practically play out. Has God been encouraging you to invite somebody to church? Have you continually rejected that urge? Have you made excuses or have you just simply put it off? Look at the world around you now, the world in which God has positioned you. He has placed you here for such a time as this pandemic, not to harm you, not to scare you, but to use you to help those who need help and to reach out to those who have no hope. And listen, there are a lot of people that have no hope you are now in a perfect position to invite that person or those people to church. People are desperate right now, and they're searching for answers. Because of the trials we're all currently facing, people are actually drawing closer to the Lord in this moment. And in reality, it's never been easier to invite somebody to church. Not only are people desperate and searching for answers, church right now is easier to attend. Most churches have moved all of their services to an online platform, either because of the state governor dictating it or proactively doing so to prevent the spread of the virus. People who have never attended church, those who feel apprehensive or awkward, can now watch church online from the comfort and privacy of their homes with 100% anonymity. You have been placed for such a time as this. And that's just one example. Perhaps you can help make an eternal impact in other ways. Are you volunteering at a food bank to help homeless gain access to meals, or not even the homeless, just those that are in need, those that have been laid off or furloughed? Are you a medical professional on the front lines? Are you helping treat people uh, from this highly contagious virus? Are you a delivery driver who brings supplies to homes that families need in order to stay safe? Whatever your role, you are living in this time because God has positioned you to help. So help. Maybe you're a youth pastor and it's been difficult to get people to come to your youth group. Well, now it's easier than ever to use social media to push that message into their homes through their digital devices. Whether you're listening to this during the coronavirus pandemic or not, I encourage you to seize the time that God has placed you in. Fully accept God's timing and his wisdom. He doesn't make mistakes. You are here now on purpose, so fulfill that call. One question you might be asking is, how do I know what I'm supposed to do? You know the when, which is now, but you still don't understand what the what is. Only God knows the answer to that question. So you need to go to the source. I want to encourage you, especially in times like these, to spend time in prayer. Ask God how and where you can help. Seek the Lord on what gifts, talents, desires, and supply he has given you. Trust me, he'll show you where to go, what to do, and who to impact. And this leads us to our second point. Don't get ahead of or behind God's timing. Listen, when it comes to God's timing, we often fall into one of two ditches. Almost everybody does this. We either try to get ahead of God by doing things on our own, in our own way, Uh, trusting ourselves, I tend to get into that ditch quite often, or we drag our feet and we stubbornly delay. I guess I'll say I've been guilty of that one too. We can get ahead as a result of pride, or we can get behind as a result of procrastination. And I want to encourage you to be careful to avoid both of these ditches. Rather than getting ahead of God or behind Him and His plans and purposes for you, learn to walk in tandem with him, figuratively locking arms. Jesus actually illustrated this in Matthew chapter 11. He said, quote, take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you because I'm humble and gentle at heart and you will find rest for your souls for my yoke is easy to bear and the burden I give you is light. Jesus in this uh, passage is illustrating how two oxen are yoked together or tied together or harnessed together. The yoke is a device that goes around their necks and allows them to pull a weight behind them together. The fascinating thing about yoking livestock together, or you could take horses or, or whatever, is that two yoked together cannot just pull two times the weight they can pull multiple times the weight or an exponential number more. Now, I'm not a math guy. You could Google this and look it up. But I have heard numbers such as five to ten times as much as the weight. So in other words, what Jesus is saying is when you yoke up with me, listen, we can't just do double the work and effort, but I can exponentially help you do great and mighty things. Pretty awesome. In other words, there is an exponential multiplication of strength that comes in partnership with Jesus as our partner. That's awesome. So, first, we need to accept God's when, accept his timing, and second, we need to discover his what by seeking him and his will in your prayer time. Once you've accepted his when and discovered his what, partner with him to walk it out. I've had to learn this lesson repeatedly And I often find myself taking on projects that God never told me to take on. I find myself, when I do this, I find myself getting overwhelmed, in over my head, stretched too thin, and quite honestly, I get frustrated and burned out. And this is because I never sought his will on whether or not the major project was part of what he was calling me to do. On the other hand, I've also found myself missing opportunities to make a difference, because I dragged my feet and failed to act when God encouraged me to do something. So I wanna encourage you today, if you find yourself wanting to live in a different time and place, especially with what's going on right now, if you find yourself resenting the timing that God has placed you in, I wanna encourage you to make an adjustment because God does not make mistakes. You are not here on accident and he did not mess up your timeline you have been born for such a time as this. Yes, even if the time you are in is tumultuous. Quick side note, God would never intentionally place you where you would be harmed. So don't misunderstand me. God does not want you in the middle of this pandemic to hurt you. No, in fact, he's placed you here to help those who are not under his protection that can be hurt. Listen, it's not God's nature to harm you. It's the enemy who comes to steal, kill, and destroy. It's the enemy that has brought things like coronavirus to this planet. It's God who is using his children, that includes you, to lend a hand, to heal others, to bring a cure, and to help out. In conclusion, I'm reminded of something my four year old daughter has been saying to me a lot lately. In fact, Uh, She has something in this vein almost every day for the last couple of weeks. She said, Daddy, I'm ready to be a grown-up. She says it often. I want to be bigger, Daddy. I want to be a grown-up. I want to be a big kid. You know, this desire to experience any time other than the one we're in is part of our sinful nature. For my daughter, she wants to be bigger so she can do bigger things. She wants to be taller so she can reach places she can't reach right now. But the thing is, is she's been designed at this age for such a time as this, and you have too. Again, this, this experience, this desire to want to experience a different time than the one we're in, it's part of the sinful nature we have. It's part of being in this fallen world. And I want to encourage you today, give that desire up. Give it to God. Embrace when and what he has for you. When you do, watch the world change for the better. Esther did. And because she accepted the burden and call of being queen, she saved an entire race and generation of people. Had she accepted the longing of a better time or dragged her feet in procrastination, countless people would have died. I was going to use this podcast to encourage you to accept God's timing as it relates to how you can serve your local church. After all, that's been the theme of these podcasts lately. But the current situations we face at the time of this recording demanded I come at it from a different angle. I trust, I pray, I hope that it has blessed you. And I want you to remember that the principles that we covered for this are still applicable in helping out your local church. Quick example, you might feel like you're ready to take on a leadership role in volunteering at your church, but the church leadership isn't ready yet for you to take the reins. Don't get frustrated, don't get bitter, and don't give up. Instead, trust God be faithful, and work within God's timing. Maybe you feel like you're gifted for a volunteer role from the church's stage. You feel like God's gifted you to lead worship or be a good speaker, but you're currently in a role that's more behind the scenes. Be patient and honor the church leadership and trust God's timing. Demonstrate that you can be faithful in the work you've been entrusted, and in God's timing, you may eventually be trusted to be faithful with that role on stage. The point is to trust God in his timing, enjoy the moment and season you're in, and demonstrate good faithfulness and stewardship. Now let's review. Our key verse for this episode is Esther 4.14, quote, if you keep quiet at a time like this, deliverance and relief for the Jews will arise from some other place, but you and your relatives will die. Who knows if perhaps you were made queen for just such a time as this? And our main points are, number one, God's timing might be different than ours. And number two, don't get ahead or behind God. In the next episode, we will continue our discussion on how we can position ourselves to be chosen. We'll look at the life of Moses to see how God provides us exactly what we need to answer the call of greatness. We just wanna remind you that you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram and like our uh, Facebook page. Just search for McCarty ministry. Thanks again for listening and make sure that you don't miss an episode by subscribing to this podcast wherever you listen. If this podcast has blessed you, we'd love for you to share it with others on social media. That's the greatest compliment we can receive and the best thing that you can do. Don't forget, we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and at our website, McCartyMinistries.com. We want to encourage you to go there for more details on who we are and what we're up to. And until next time, let's keep reaching the world for Jesus.